When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Tuesday. Welcome into the show. This is the San Francisco 49ers Report by Chat Sports. I'm Chase Sr. No matter where you are, how you're tuned in on this beautiful Tuesday, we appreciate the faithful for making today's show a part of your day. There is so much to get into on the live show here this afternoon. We're going to go through the latest Niners injury news. We're going to take a look at the updated Niners playoff picture. We're going to do a preview for this Baltimore Ravens game on Christmas, and we'll be taking your questions and your super Super Chats as well. Shout out to John Wallace getting us started with the $5 Super Chat. Hey, Chase and Chip, all the Niner family, bang, bang to the birds that are left. San Francisco, one bird remaining on the schedule for San Francisco. That is the Baltimore Ravens on Christmas Day, Monday, as San Francisco looks to complete the bird gauntlet outside of the Atlanta Falcons, of course. But other than that, the Niners able to beat every bird team across the NFL this year. Our live coverage today is sponsored by Prize Picks number one and largest independently run daily fantasy sports app in North America. Get a $100 deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the code CLNS. This is daily fantasy sports made easy. You pick two or more players and you choose more or less on their projected stat lines and you have the opportunity to win real money. In the lead up to Christmas, a lot of holiday specials that you can get involved with and you can take a look at some of those holiday specials with my picks on Sunday. I was so close with the quad pick here. I went Brock Purdy more than one and a half passing touchdowns, cashed in on that. Trey McBride, more than five and a half receptions. I was good on that. James Conner, more than 39 and a half rushing yards. And while Debo Samuel did have a big game, he did not have more than 79 and a half receiving yards. Now, in this instance, I wanted to win a little bit more money and get aggressive, so I didn't have pick insurance here, but you can have pick insurance where you can pick three of the four to get right, and you're still able to win real money. So $100 deposit match, prizepicks.com slash CLNS. That link is available for you down in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. Recent commenter club, Mamba Legend. Hooper Productions, IFR Dries for Denmark, Isaiah Nepp, Aaron Jimenez, BK from the Bay, all in the chat right now. We appreciate all of you for watching. And to John Wallace, who sent in that $5 super chat. In case you missed our watch party on Sunday, we gave him some free tickets, thanks to a loyal viewer, Shane Kirshner, to the Niners-Commanders game at FedEx Field. John Wallace lives in Durham, North Carolina. It's about a five-hour drive. So he said him and his girlfriend are going to make the trek to FedEx Field, and they're going to be able to sit about 50-yard line, 100 level, thanks to our guy Shane Kirshner. He wasn't able to go to the game because him and his wife are expecting a baby very soon, so he gifted the tickets to us, 
to give away, and we thought there's no better person to give them to than John Wallace, who lives in that area and is able to go to the game. All right, we're going to get the official live show popping here. And as I said, there's so much to discuss on today's San Francisco 49ers report. First, though, with the 173 people watching live, I want everybody in the chat to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video right now. Can we get to 100 likes before we start our live show? We're up to 50 already. So we need 50 more likes to get to 100, and we should be able to do that with the 173 people hanging out. We're going to start off with a look at the Niners' playoff picture and how San Francisco can clinch the number one seed and home field advantage on Christmas Day during our watch party against the Baltimore Ravens. I see Jeannie Wyatt is in the chat. Congratulations to the real one, Jeannie. She won our autographed Debo Samuel jersey. For our Christmas Day game, I'm going to be giving away a Niners Christmas sweater that I'm going to be wearing on the stream and an autographed Kyle Juszczyk jersey. Juice! Can't wait to be back on the airwaves. But we're on the airwaves right now, and I'm ready to get it going. We're up to 88 likes, 12 likes away from 100. Let's go. Producer Chip on the ones and twos. He's ready to go. Now we're only 10 likes away. From 100 Let's likes. Out, and baby. then we'll get the show started. Let's rock out with our Brock out because Brock Purdy is bowling out right now, six likes away from 100. And you see, the more likes that we get, the more people who tune in, and the better that the show will be. Enrique Crostas, George Branson, Henry the Average Niner fan, Cherise, Niner Babe, Lore, Texas Tickler, all in the chat right now. It was funny to see a lot of you in the chat on Eagles now last night, supporting the show. I certainly do appreciate that, and you were letting your voices be heard. All right, we are past 100 likes, and we're going to start off today's show by taking a look at the latest Niners playoff picture. So without further ado, let's get the official show started right now. All right, let's do it. Welcome into today's San Francisco 49ers report by Chat Sports. I'm Chase Senior. Today's show is sponsored by RexMD. Head to RexMD.com slash chat, the number one leader in men's telehealth. We'll put that link for you down below in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. And stay tuned for a special deal, and we'll tell you more about what RexMD has to offer. As for the purpose of today's show, we got to take a look at the updated Niners playoff picture and playoff path, and we're going to break down how San Francisco can clinch the number one seed in home field advantage on Christmas night against the Baltimore Ravens. First, speaking of that game, we'll be back for another watch party. You think I'm going home for Christmas? No, I'm hanging out with all of you. Kicking it with the faithful on Christmas night for our Niners-Ravens watch party. We'll be live for a pregame show, giving away an autographed Kyle Juszczyk jersey, as well as a Niners Christmas sweater, pretty fittingly, on Christmas. So make sure you subscribe. Turn on those notifications. Therefore, when we do go live for our watch party, the best place to experience game day, you will be notified. So let's lay the foundation here with what's transpired over the last couple of days and where San Francisco sits 
going into the third to last week of the regular season. Isn't it crazy how quickly 2023 is gone as we're sitting here with Christmas coming up right around the corner? It's unbelievable that the NFL season two is almost over and hopefully for San Francisco, it results in quest four, six type of movement. All right, San Francisco has already clinched a playoff spot. They were able to do that last week. The first team in the National Football League to clinch a spot in the big dance. San Francisco also with the win over the Arizona Cardinals at State Farm Stadium on Sunday, clinched their second straight NFC West Championship. And San Francisco is guaranteed to at least host a playoff game. But hopefully it's going to be a lot more than that. San Francisco's conference record is currently at 9-1. So when you compare them with other teams who still have an opportunity to get the number one seed, like the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles and the Detroit Lions, a 9-1 NFC record kind of catapults them up to the top of this conference. San Francisco also in a pretty good position because they own the tiebreaker over Dallas and Philadelphia because they won those head-to-head matchups in convincing fashion. And even with the loss to the Baltimore Ravens on Christmas evening, the Niners are still going to be able to have an opportunity to clinch the number one seed if they beat the Washington Commanders as well as the Los Angeles Rams. We pivot and shift gears to an overall look at the NFC playoff picture. The Niners, they clinched that playoff spot. They've clinched that division, and right now, they are sitting atop the NFC with an NFC best record of 11-3. and The Dallas Cowboys, because the Eagles lost on Monday night football to the Seattle Seahawks, moved from the fifth seed to the two seed at 10-4. and They, too, have clinched a playoff spot. The Detroit Lions have not yet, but Detroit played really good football over the weekend on Saturday against the Denver Broncos and Detroit, putting together one of their best seasons in franchise history, which isn't saying much, but they've been impressive this year. 10-4, and four, Baker Mayfield, a perfect passer rating on the road against the Green Bay Packers over the weekend. The Bucks now leading the NFC South at 7-7 seven and seven because the Atlanta Falcons lost to the Carolina Panthers. And then the three wildcard teams as of right now. Philadelphia at 10 and 4, they've lost three games in a row, fifth seed. Minnesota Vikings, even though they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, 7 and 7, the sixth seed. And the Los Angeles Rams moving into the playoff picture, 7 and 7, they did beat the Washington Commanders, able to hold off that Jacoby Brissett comeback. Other teams in the hunt, Seattle at 7 and 7 and New Orleans at 7 and 7 as well. Because San Francisco is going to be taking on the Baltimore Ravens, I do want to show you the AFC playoff picture as well and our job here on the program to inform you, the viewers. Here are how things are shaking out in the AFC. The Ravens, 11-3. Miami Dolphins, 10-4. Kansas City Chiefs, 9-5. Jacksonville Jaguars, they've lost three in a row, still in the four spot because they're leading the AFC South. And then the wild card teams, the Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, even without Joe Burrow, and the surprise Indianapolis Colts. Other teams in the hunt in the AFC playoff picture, the Houston Texans and the white-hot Buffalo Bills. If you want the Niners to get the number one seed in the NFC to get home field advantage for the first time since 2019 when they ran through the playoffs, I want you to hit that thumbs-up icon and like the video. As for what we're getting into next, what I posed at the start of the show— how could the Niners get the top spot in the NFC and clinch the number one seed 
on Christmas. That's coming up just around the corner. But first, as I mentioned off the rip, today's San Francisco 49ers report is sponsored by RexMD, the number one leader when it comes to men's telehealth. And for my fellas out there, do you sometimes lack confidence in the bedroom? Do you wish you could have a more fulfilling sex life? Well, you are not alone. That's why we're excited to tell you about RexMD, the online source for men's wellness. RexMD offers an easy and discreet way to get the medication you need for ED without having to visit a doctor's office. With only a couple of clicks, you can have your medication delivered straight to your door and at a fraction of the cost of traditional pharmacies. RexMD's team of licensed physicians will work with you to find the right treatment plan and their medication is made right here in the USA. So you can trust its quality. Plus, their customer support team is available 24-7 to answer any questions or concerns you may have. So if you're ready to take control of your sex life and say goodbye to ED, head on over, rexmd.com slash chat. Start your consultation today. Take advantage of their best deal they've ever offered and get up to 95% off and get a free gift only by using our exclusive link. One more time, 95% off and a free gift at rexmd.com slash chat. All that information is available for you down in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. Here's how the San Francisco 49ers can clinch the top spot in the NFC, nabbing that number one seed on Christmas. San Francisco, first of all, is going to have to beat the Baltimore Ravens. The Philadelphia Eagles gave the Niners an early Christmas present by losing on the road against Seattle. But Philadelphia is also going to have to lose at home to the New York Giants. Philadelphia's lost three games in a row. They look awful on both sides of the football. That is plausible. That is doable. Dallas is also going to have to lose their second consecutive game, and that would have to come on the road against the Miami Dolphins, who are basically the AFC version of the Dallas Cowboys. And then lastly, the Detroit Lions would have to lose on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. It would not shock me one bit. If all of these things end up happening on Christmas and during our watch party, we'll be having a celebration of the Niners getting that number one seed in the NFC. San Francisco, once again sitting pretty. Some more information for you going into week 16 here. The Niners right now have the best odds in the NFL to reach the Super Bowl at plus 225. San Francisco has a 30.8% chance of winning Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. To start the year, the Niners had 10 to 1 odds to win the Super Bowl. Those odds now down to plus 225. The Niners' remaining schedule, only three games left for San Francisco here. Baltimore Ravens at home, Monday night football, Christmas night. Then they travel across the country to play the Washington Commanders. And then the Niners will come back home to take on a pretty hot Rams team. At that point, will the Niners have something to play for? Or will they be rusting their starters looking ahead to the divisional round? We will see. What's going to happen with the Dallas Cowboys in the final month of the season? They lost to the Buffalo Bills. Schedule doesn't get any easier. They're on the road to play the Miami Dolphins. Then they have to play the Detroit Lions in Week 17. That's going to be a pretty difficult game. And then Week 18 on the road against the Commanders. As for the Philadelphia Eagles and all of these teams obviously having an opportunity to maybe get that number one seed, 
Week 16 against the Giants. Week 17 against the Cardinals. And then week 18 on the road against the New York Giants. So a pretty easy schedule for Philadelphia. But remember, the Niners on that tiebreaker because they won the head-to-head -head matchup. And now they're a game ahead of Philadelphia in the win column. And then you have the Detroit Lions here, who a couple of weeks ago... I didn't think they were going to have an opportunity to get that number one seed. I still don't really believe in them as the top seed in this conference, but the number two seed for Detroit has become a little bit more gettable. They have the Vikings on the road on Christmas Eve. They have the Dallas Cowboys on New Year's Eve. Or, uh, yeah, on the, I think it's, yeah, or no, sorry, on the 30th, excuse me. It says it right there, but I wasn't sure if that was wrong or not. And then on the 7th, the Lions will take on the Minnesota Vikings for the second time in three weeks, and Minnesota obviously has a lot to play for because if the season were to end today, Minnesota, even without Kirk Cousins, on like their fourth quarterback at this point, Nick Mullins is their starter, still have an opportunity to get into the NFL playoffs as well. What seed will the Niners get, and will they get that number one seed? I want you to let me know down in the comment section, feeling very confident with all this team is playing right now, that home field advantage is going to work through Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. Give me a Y for yes or an N for no. I see Mateo in the chat, Jeannie Wyatt in the chat, Oliver Leach and Lore all saying yes as well as Alicia. I like where your heads are all at. Edward Willis. What up, Toby? $5 super chat. If they win the next two games, will they rest their starters against the Rams? You know, it's funny that you said that because I didn't even see that super chat and I did kind of talk about that during that last segment. I think for sure they will rest their starters in week 18 if they can. And if they have everything locked up. Yes, I do believe that San Francisco would do that. Then they would look ahead to the divisional route. And that's when the Niners would be back in action. All right, we're going to continue to keep it moving here on the show. We have a great Niners Ravens preview to get to then we'll get to some Niners injury news the biggest thing holding this team back and I also want to hit a rumor is San Francisco going to sign and Dominican Sue we'll get to that as well all right in the meantime let's get you set for this Christmas evening matchup against the Baltimore Ravens going to preview this game here. If you want to send in a super chat, we of course appreciate all of you for supporting the show. You can do that, but make sure you also continue to hit that thumbs up icon and like the video. Here we go. Segment number two getting underway right now. This is the San Francisco 49ers report by Chat Sports. I'm Chase Senior. No matter where you are, how you're tuned in, we appreciate you for making today's show a part of your day. Coming up, Primetime matchup on Christmas for San Francisco as they welcome in the Baltimore Ravens to Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, and we're going to preview this game. Speaking of that matchup, we'll be live for it. I'm not going anywhere for Christmas. I'm not going to see my friends and my family members. No, I'm going to be hanging out with the faithful for our Niners-Ravens watch party primetime Christmas action. So make sure you subscribe, turn on those notifications so that when we go live, you will be notified. The stage is set, and the NFL schedule makers a big winner on Christmas Day because the ratings are going to be really good. This is the third matchup of what is going to be a pretty good Christmas slate across the National Football League. And at this point, 
usually everybody would have gone to church. Family members are either hanging out on the couch. Everybody opened up their presents. Nobody is really traveling at this point. They're just sitting back with their feet up, ready to watch some football. And this is going to be a terrific game between San Francisco and Baltimore, a Super Bowl rematch all the way back from 2012. Kickoff set for 8.15 p.m. Eastern, 5.15 on the West Coast. The over-under for this game right now, 46.5. And the San Francisco 49ers, they are 4.5-point favorites to open up the betting lines. Now, that line, as the money continues to come in on the Niners, going up by a point to 5.5. And, and a lot of people believe that this could be a Super Bowl 58 preview because these are two of the top teams in the National Football League. What they do well on each side of the ball the other side of the ball is able to counter. And there's a conspiracy theory going on right now that the last three Super Bowls that have been able to feature the opponents in that game, the colors of the Super Bowl logo had those teams in the big game. And a lot of people believe that in Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58, the script is out once again. And it's going to be the Baltimore Ravens with the little purple shade here on the Super Bowl 58 logo against the San Francisco 49ers with a little bit of a red shade on the Super Bowl 58 logo. So for those of you who are conspiracy theorists, there you go. That can fuel that. This is going to be a great matchup nonetheless on Christmas night though. And you think about this game. It is a matchup between the two teams with the two best records in the National Football League. Both San Francisco and Baltimore have the two longest winning streaks in the NFL. The Niners have not lost since that three-game losing streak going into the bye. The Niners and Ravens are first and third, respectively, in point differential. And the Baltimore Ravens have the best road record in the NFL. But San Francisco at home has been dominant, averaging a shade under 30 points per game. How the Ravens stack up, this is a complete team. And this is probably the best team that Lamar Jackson has been a part of since coming into the league out of Louisville. His offensive supporting cast is as good as it's been because he finally has a good grouping of wide receivers. And this is without him being with Mark Andrews, one of the best tight ends in the league. But that hasn't stopped this Ravens offense from putting up really, really solid numbers because the production is really good. Offensively, Baltimore Fourth scoring team in the NFL, averaging 27.5 points per game. Fifth in yards per game. Fourth in yards per play. Eighth and third down percentage. They are the 10th best red zone team, meaning when they get into the red zone, they are converting those red zone trips into touchdowns at about a 61% clip. And then this Ravens defense, really my entire lifetime, has always been one that's been built on physicality, brute force, beating you up, winning at the point of attack with the really good secondary. This year, it's nothing different. Baltimore has the number one scoring defense in the NFL, able to overtake San Francisco after Arizona put up 29 points on the Niners last week. Baltimore's only giving up 16 points per game. They're only giving up and surrendering 288 yards per game. That's number two in the NFL. Yards per play, number one. Their third down percentage as a defense, number five, and they're very good at forcing teams to kick field goals in the red area. So you look at how the Ravens stack up, and here's how the Niners compete 
with what the Ravens have to offer. These two teams are colliding here on Christmas night in what is going to be a very even matchup. San Francisco's offense averaging 30 points per game. That's number three. Yards per game, number two. Yards per play, number one. Third down percentage. San Francisco flourishing there because Brock Purdy's been so good against the Blitz and on those money downs, number four. And then in the red zone, San Francisco, thanks to Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and Brock Purdy converting those red zone trips into touchdowns at a nearly 69% clip. Very nice. And then defensively for San Francisco, they're only surrendering 16.7 points per game. Number two in the league, number nine in yards per game, number 12 in yards per play. Third down rate has to get a little bit better, but the red zone rate is pretty good at number 10. We want to look at the NFC and AFC playoff pictures because with San Francisco and Baltimore, both of these teams are 11-3. and three. They have the two longest winning streaks in the National Football League. Both are playing great ball on both sides of the pill, and both are the number one seeds in their respective conferences. San Francisco, 11-3. They've clinched a playoff spot. They've already won the NFC West. And then you look at the Baltimore Ravens. They are atop the AFC at 11-3. Baltimore has clinched a playoff spot. They have a game lead over the Miami Dolphins. Still a matchup to be played between those two teams before everything is said and done to round out the 2023 campaign. And Baltimore, really all year, they have been a consistent bunch just like San Francisco has been. So with that, we're only getting started on our preview. Keys to the game coming up here in just a moment. But first, who you got? Monday Night Football. Christmas night, BAL for the Baltimore Ravens, SF for the San Francisco 49ers. Get those predictions in right now. Our preview is sponsored by Prize Picks, by the way, the largest independently run daily fantasy sports app in North America. Get a $100 deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use the code CLNS. Daily fantasy sports made easy, an opportunity for you to win real money. You choose more or less on a player's projected stat lines, and you have the opportunity to win real money. You can also combine your NBA and your NFL picks. And during Sunday's game, I nearly was able to knock it out of the park with all four of my picks almost hitting. I went three for four here. So if you want to tell myself as well as Chip, we've been on a heater this year. I went Brock Purdy more than one and a half passing touchdowns. Trey McBride more than five and a half receptions. James Conner more than 39 and a half rushing yards. All of those hit. And then the one that didn't, Debo Samuel, he had less than 79 and a half receiving yards. You don't need all of your picks to hit because sometimes you can get and all the time, you can choose three of four in this instance to be able to hit for you to still win that real money. So go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. That link is available for you down in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. Let's continue to keep it moving with our Niners Ravens preview. Keys to the game. Number one, the San Francisco 49ers have to contain Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a player who can burn you in a variety of ways. With his legs in running, with his legs in extending plays. But people underrate how good he has been from the pocket. He can slice and dice you through the air as well. His numbers this year, pretty damn good. 
He's completing 66% of his passes. He's thrown for more than 3,100 yards. He's thrown 17 touchdowns to seven interceptions. He has run it 135 times for 741 yards. It is extremely rare that a quarterback has an opportunity to surpass 1,000 yards rushing. Lamar Jackson has an opportunity to do that. And when I talk about containing Lamar Jackson, this is what I mean. San Francisco has to have disciplined pass rush lanes. That's going to be really, really important. Because if they are undisciplined, that's what's going to allow Lamar Jackson to kind of take that snap and run right up the middle. That's what the Niners did such a good job of against Jalen Hurts. They took away that quarterback draw. But they also have to be able to set the edge to not allow Lamar Jackson to get out to the outside to take off and run, but to also make an improvisational play downfield. Key to the game number two, this Ravens defensive line is really good. This entire Ravens defense is really good. Arguably the best defensive unit in the National Football League. So San Francisco, with an offensive line that has been spotty because Brock Purdy is not thrown from a clear pocket often, it's going to have to protect Brock Purdy. The Baltimore Ravens are number one in sacks this year with 50. Now the Philadelphia Eagles had 70 sacks last year, and the Ravens aren't on a pace to surpass that type of number as sack numbers across the NFL are a little bit down. But Baltimore having 50 sacks at this point going into week 16, really impressive. You wonder and you ask, Chase, where are the Niners on this list? Number seven in the NFL with 43 sacks. You look at the Ravens sack leaders, Justin Matabuke is an excellent player who week in, week out makes his imprint felt on the game. He has a team-high 12 sacks. Jadavion Clowney, he's had a renaissance season. He has seven and a half, and he signed with Baltimore late in the free agency period. Kyle Van Noy picked up off the scrap heap. A lot of people thought that he was cooked. He has six sacks. Adafe Owe, he is out for the rest of the year. He has four sacks. And then Patrick Queen, he's right up there. Him and Roquan Smith with Fred Warner and some of the top off-ball linebackers in the NFL, he has three and a half sacks. Key to the game number three, what happened during Sunday's game between San Francisco and Arizona? San Francisco got cooked with their rushing defense. And the Baltimore Ravens have one of the top rushing attacks across the entire NFL. So this 49ers team is really going to have to do a lot <coughs> excuse me, to stop this Baltimore Ravens rushing attack. The 49ers gave up 234 rushing yards to Arizona, and they had 16 missed tackles against the Cardinals. The Ravens, on the other hand, have the statistically best rushing offense in the NFL, and they're also very physical with how they run. So not only is San Francisco going to have to shore up their rushing defense, they're going to have to tackle well. Otherwise, Baltimore is going to be able to have a field day and a track meet. Stopping that Ravens rushing attack, this is one of the positives, is that while San Francisco has given up a lot of rushing yards to some teams over the last couple of years, the Niners have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in 41 games, believe it or not. Key to the game number four, I think that Brock Purdy is going to have to be at his best. And Brock Purdy, really all this year outside of that three-game losing streak, has played flawless, excellent football. But now is probably the most difficult test that we, he will have faced 
all throughout the 2023 season because Baltimore is so good on the defensive side of the ball. Baltimore is going to try to pressure Brock Purdy. They're going to try to win with their front without pressuring Brock Purdy. Regardless of what Purdy has seen, he's been able to find gaps in the defense, and he's been able to win. Purdy under pressure against Arizona was 8-10, 138 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, a passer rating of 158.3, and a pro football focus grade of 90.7. It was number two. And then Purdy went blitz specifically against Arizona. He had all the answers. He was a perfect 4 of 4 for 60 yards, a touchdown, and once again, that perfect passer rating of 158.3. Baltimore is going to try to come out with all of the stops to stop Brock Purdy. But so far this year, nobody's been able to stop Purdy. Among all quarterbacks, going into week 16, he's number one in passer rating. He's number one in passing touchdowns. He's number one in touchdown to interception ratio. He's number one in passing touchdowns per attempt. He's number one in yards per attempt. He's number one in yards per completion. He's number one in wins. And that's why right now he is the odds-on favorite to win NFL MVP. Lastly, San Francisco is really banged up going into Monday. The extra day of rest is going to help. Not having to travel far to Glendale, Arizona, of course, is going to help as well. And I know from my perspective, the fans' perspective, and from the Niners' perspective, this is a big game. You want that opportunity to get the number one seed and home field advantage in the NFC. This is a Super Bowl preview where you want to see how you match up against one of the top teams in the NFL, but you can't risk your health. While this is a big game, it is not everything for San Francisco because they can still get the number one seed with wins to round out the regular season against Washington as well as against the Rams, and it's a non-conference opponent, and you don't want to risk this late in the year some of your marquee players getting banged up. The 49ers injury report is long, and it is vast in the early going of this week. Christian McCaffrey and Nick Bosa both said after the game against Arizona, they're okay. But McCaffrey is still dealing with the right knee injury. Nick Bosa, after getting rolled up on, a foot and a knee. Diamador Lenore, rib injury. That's always very painful. You were without your two starting defensive tackles against Arizona and Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave. Armstead with the foot and the knee. Hargrave with that hamstring. We're not done. Cleveland Furl suffering from an ankle injury. Jawan Jennings, a concussion. Kalia Davis, ankle. Elijah Mitchell, knee. And then Ross Dwelly, Oren Burks, they're definitely going to be out with their respective ankle and knee injuries. So you might want to err on the side of health, and I'm interested to see what that Niners strategy is going to be going into Christmas night against the Baltimore Ravens. With that, I want you to predict the score. And I've had a lot of people ask me, Chase, what do you think is going to happen in this game? San Francisco now five and a half point favorites. That line, very, very interesting to me. I think it's going to be a little bit of a lower scoring game, but I do like the Niners to win 26 to 23. Slow but sure, 504, $5 super chat. I'm about to buy my first non-Joe Montana jersey, but I don't know who to get. Who do you suggest? That's a very good question there, slow but sure. Are you trying to go current Niner? Or are you trying to go former Niner? If it's your first non-Joe Montana jersey, I'm a Legends jersey guy. So when I, get when I get jerseys, I'm only getting Legends because I know they're timeless and I can wear them forever. For instance, 
Jerry Rice, Ronnie Lott, those are legendary jerseys to get. Current legends, I think I would go Fred Warner, maybe Nick Bosa, Trent Williams would be a cool one. If you're all in on Brock Purdy, a quarterback is always a good one. I have a Jerry Rice and a Debo Samuel. If I were to get another one, it would be Fred Warner, just because he's probably my favorite player on this Niners team. Lyle, $10 super chat. Ravens tackles are trash. Ronnie Staley and Moses will get run over by the Niners defensive line. Yeah, the Ravens offensive line isn't great, but Lamar Jackson is able to make up for that because of his athletic ability and ability to burn you with his legs. Tony Mesa, a $5 super chat. Those are all big names that are out for this game, but I believe in the Niners that they will win. So all those players are not out. That's just the injury report. Those are the players who are banged up. We will see which of those players are out, if any, but uh, that's just the injury report. So when we pop that up, don't take that as if all of those players are going to be missing in action. <coughs> Let me get a sip of water, then we'll go to segment number three. We're rolling, baby. Shout out to Limp Biscuit. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Cesar Pena, 27-24. So you're with me. That's a little bit of a, for the Niners' sake, Niners' standards, lower scoring game. I think we should rest Bosa and McCaffrey. It depends on how hurt they are. They said, oh, we're good, but obviously required to put those players on the injury list. 41-33 Niners from John. Thinks it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Joseph Gold, I see the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game with the Niners. I could see that. I could certainly see that. <coughs> Jeannie thinks the defense will score. All right, Jeannie. Coastal grad, great music. That, that's a great Limp Biscuit song, and I hate Screamo, but I like how Limp Biscuit kind of had like the hard rock punk and a little bit of rap in there. What's the other song? And it might be Keep Rolling, Rolling, Rolling. Uh, what do they say? I know y'all been loving this shit right here. L-I-M-P, Biscuit is right here. It's a great song. Early 2000s. The real ones now. That was when I was in my formative years of listening to a lot of music. Coastal Grad said metal forever. Pips over tits. Nice. Niners win on Monday night and the Ravens will beat them in the Super Bowl. If you like pips over tits, type me. Shout out to the Niner ladies. Mateo said me. Mateo. Mateo, Mateo big boob guy. Rick Nyer is a big boob guy, too. <laughs> it's five times for Mateo. Pips over tits with the laughing emoji. Were you trying to get me got with that username, or that's just the username? 
We don't really have much of a filter here because we like to have fun here on the show. Tony Mesa said me. Tony. Tony, what's the body count, man? Wilson <laughs> Santiago said boobies. Big Hurt, I'm greedy. I want it all. By the way, Big Hurt sent me a message on Instagram, and I got to give him a shout. First of all, this is Big Hurt's Bitmoji, which is awesome. Shout out to Big Hurt, Goldmine Hall of Fame member. But he's also holding a DMV tailgate for the Niners-Commanders game. It'll be Green Lot D, 8.30 a.m. to kickoff, food and beer included while supplies last, donations only, $20 per person, cash app, 540 Faithfuls, DJ D-Jack will be live, 1145 group picture and setup for the march into the stadium. John Wallace, I'm going to send you this information, but here it is for everybody if you want to take a screenshot. Shout out Big Hurt. Big Hurt, baby. Oh, Wet Noodle, Big Limp Biscuit guy. Oh. He said, break stuff. Best song by Limp. Nice. Pips and tits is not limp. All right. <laughs> Coming up next, we're talking Indomitian Sue. Al, can you show it again? Hey, that's why you can take a little bit of a screenshot. But for you, Al, of course I will. Of course, man. Lore, what's my score prediction? Here it is right there. 31-30. Walk-off field goal for nice. Jake Moody. For Jake Moody? That's my prediction. Instant classic. Comes down to the <laughs> wire. Walk-off field goal to win, 31-30. Very nice. All right. Segment number three. Let's get to it here on the show. Continue to hit that thumbs-up icon, like the video. We're also up to $30 in Super Chats. Can we get to 4-9 for the 49ers? We're 19 away. All right, let's do it. Another loaded show coming your way on today's San Francisco 49ers report. Here's what we're talking about. Could the San Francisco 49ers sign Indomitian Sue because they're a little bit thin at defensive tackle? We're going to get to the latest Niners injury news, and I'm going to explain what the biggest issue is with the San Francisco 49ers team right now and the biggest thing that could allow another team to pull off an upset in the NFL playoffs. Before we get started, today's 49ers report is presented by Manscaped. It's the holiday season, and I've already gifted a bunch of my best friends with some gifts from Manscaped. I'm telling you, you should do the same. Join the 9 million men worldwide who have put their trust in Manscaped with the best men's grooming products. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash 49ers and their brand new lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Absolutely fantastic. Safeguard technology, a light so that you can see what you're doing. It's out of this world. See for yourself, manscaped.com slash 49ers. Let's begin here with the latest on the Niners injury report. And there are a lot of players banged up on this San Francisco 49ers team. Christian McCaffrey dealing with the right knee injury. We knew that he was banged up in that Arizona game because he was getting tended to on the sideline. It didn't stop him from having a hat trick against Arizona. Defensive end Nick Bosa got rolled up on. He's been dealing with the foot and knee issue. 
cornerback Diamador Lenore. We saw him getting worked on on the sideline as well, was in a lot of pain when the trainers were working on his ribs. Defensive tackle Eric Armstead has missed the last two outings because of foot and knee injuries. Javon Hargrave was out against Arizona, missing his first game as a Niner because of a hamstring. And then Cleland Furl has an ankle injury. Jawan Jennings is in concussion protocol. Kalia Davis has an ankle sprain. And then Elijah Mitchell, Ross Dwelly, and Oren Burks all were out against Arizona. For Elijah Mitchell, it's yet another knee injury. Ross Dwelly, ankle, and Oren Burks with a knee injury. One takeaway from the injury report is that San Francisco is pretty thin at defensive tackle. And I think that's a big reason why the Niners really struggled against the run against Arizona on Sunday. San Francisco got gashed there. And because San Francisco really struggled against the run, a lot of people have brought up the possibility of signing in Dominican Sue. He's still a free agent, member of the 2010s All-Decade team. He's one of the best defensive tackles of all time. And a couple of months ago, he had let it be known that he was waiting out the market, looking to sign with a potential Super Bowl contender. And the Niners certainly fit the billing of a Super Bowl contender. They currently have the best odds to get to the Super Bowl at plus 225. What's also interesting is that Kyle Shanahan was asked about the possibility of signing in Dominican Sue. Here's what he had to say. He said, not yet. I mean, I'm not ruling out anything. We have guys on our practice squad, as you guys see, that we used last week. But that stuff, we also aren't exactly sure when Javon Hargrave, as well as Eric Armstead, are coming back. We do know that they have chances this week, so there's a lot of variables that are playing together that we'll be discussing here the rest of the day and tomorrow. And even if we don't make a move in any area, that'll probably be continuing all throughout the year. The latest on Sue. What did he do last year? He played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Eight games down the stretch. Three more games in the playoffs. He had a sack. Philadelphia actually used him quite a bit for how old he is as a part of their defensive tackle rotation. He actually played pretty well and played a lot in Super Bowl 57 against Kansas City. He has a lot of recent Super Bowl trips, so the playoff experience is certainly there for a player who's played in 199 career regular season games. He was on that Rams team that made it to the Super Bowl. He was on the Buccaneers team that won it, as well as with the Eagles. He has 71 sacks in 199 career games, and the bonus for San Francisco, if they feel as though they need to make a move there, and Kyle Shanahan talked about the elevation from the practice squad with a player like T.Y. McGill, and Dominican Sue would come at a discounted rate at very cheap. Now, I'll tell you this. When the Niners make a move, we cover it. And that's why you subscribe to the channel. And while you're at it, make sure you hit that bell icon and turn on your notifications. Therefore, whenever we do push out a video or go live, you will be notified and we keep you in the know with every single move the Niners make with our daily and year-round coverage. As part of the Indomitian Sioux conversation, he also almost chose to go to the San Francisco 49ers last year. Instead, he did choose the Philadelphia Eagles. Matt Barrows of The Athletic with this, the Niners were in the top two to sign Indomitian Sioux last year, but he chose Philadelphia instead. He didn't sign with them until mid-November, so we know he, A, doesn't mind signing late, and B, 
wants to sign with the contender. He also spent five years in Detroit with then Lions defensive line coach Chris Kosarek, which means that he should be a quick study in San Francisco, and that means that there could be interest. So when a player like Matt, or when a reporter like Matt Barrows talks about some potential interest, and when you think about the Niners' need for defensive tackle, and you talk about Ndamukong Sue playing under Chris Kosarek, the best defensive line coach in the National Football League, it certainly makes this conversation very, very interesting. So with that, we open up the floor. This is today's poll question. Get in the shoes of general manager John Lynch. Hop in that front office. Should the Niners sign Ndamukong Sue? Type S for sign or P for pass. Let me know right now down in the comment section. As for what we're getting into next here on the 49ers report, the biggest concern with this ball club right now. But first, today's 49ers report is sponsored by Manscaped. Ho, 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 all my gentlemen out there. Get ready to jingle and deck your balls this holiday with the help from our friends over at Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have just launched their Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, but I like to call it the small gift for your big package. It features Santa's number one helper, the Lawnmower 5.0. Manscaped can guarantee you'll be stuffing more than just your stocking this season and let your ornaments shine and enjoy 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com 49ers. Mrs. Claus will thank you. For all the fellas out there, hop on board. The Performance Package 5.0 Ultra is the one-stop shop for holiday gifting perfection. Included is a trimmer as precise as Santa coming down the chimney. The Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra brings two next-gen blade heads, perfect for sculpting your holiday dew, from taming the chestnuts to grooming the tree. And trust us, it's as gentle as a snowflake on your sensitive bits thanks to its skin-safe technology. Say goodbye to those holiday party crashers, nose and ear hairs. The Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer is the king of trimming those hairs trying to sneak into your festivities uninvited, so keep the party exclusive. Nobody wants to talk to somebody when they get distracted with all the pine needles of your Christmas tree coming out of your nostrils. Manscaped.com slash 49ers. Link is available for you down in the comment section as well as in the description of this video. Tackling, tackling, tackling. That's what I want to talk about to round out today's 49ers report. And that right there is the biggest issue that's holding the 49ers back right now. And this has been a season-long issue for this defense. The 49ers, during Sunday's game against the Arizona Cardinals, missed 16 tackles, according to Pro Football Focus. Nine different players missed a tackle against the Cardinals. And in the previous two weeks, against Seattle and against Philadelphia, the 49ers missed 14 and 12 tackles, respectively. It's just not going to cut it. And what do missed tackles lead to? You think, oh, it's not really a big deal. San Francisco is still number two in points per game allowed. But when it comes time to the playoffs, that's where missed tackles can burn you because it gives the opposition more opportunities. Missed tackles lead to a bad run defense, which allows other teams to kill the clock to keep your potent offense off the field. Missed tackles lead to 
extended drives to wear your defense down. Is missed tackles lead to a lot of big plays that can take the air out of your sails. Missed tackles also lead to other teams having more opportunities to not just extend drives, to keep your offense off the field, to wear your defense down, to take the air out of your sails, to flip the momentum, it leads to more opportunities to put points on the scoreboard. And a majority of games are decided by one score or less across the NFL. And in the NFL playoffs, you might be deadlocked in a really competitive game. And if you lose, you might blame it to miss tackles being the one thing that gives that one squad an opportunity to pull off the upset for a team that is the odds-on favorite to make it back to the Super Bowl and has a 30% chance to win it. This is the one thing that can lead to an upset of the San Francisco 49ers in the NFL playoffs. They're the most talented team in football. They're the best team in football. They're the deepest team in football. Their offense is clicking at an unbelievable rate right now to historic proportions. Their defense is really good. And what's confounding and confusing about this is that the Niners have the dogs and they have the personnel to tackle. But they're not honing in on some of those fundamentals. And it's something that Kyle Shanahan did talk about. Here's what he said this week. I thought the biggest thing was the missed tackles. They bounced off a couple, then mainly just our tracking angles on a number of plays, just running to the ball. We over-pursued a couple of things, and we opened up the cutback, which gave them some big ones. Usually, when you give up those yards, you're expecting a lot of schematic busts and stuff, especially with the running quarterback. Running quarterback coming to town, and Lamar Jackson, by the way. So I thought that didn't hurt us as bad as you'd expect, but we've got to clean up all those tackles, and we've got to try to get our depth back as well. If you want to contact me, hit me up. Don't be shy. Don't be a stranger. I'm on X at Chase underscore senior. I'm on Instagram at Chase underscore senior. You can also shoot me an email, chase at chatsports.com. And if you're still rocking with us, that means that you're a real one. Let's do a little bit of a real one roll call. As always, appreciate all of you and very grateful for all of your support of the 49ers report and keep it locked here for more great Niners coverage.